Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. Well, it sounds like something out of the future, and actually it is. It's the Consumer Electronics Show, which takes place uh, almost annually, I believe, um, in Las Vegas this past uh, year. And we're going to talk to someone about some of the technology that was introduced or talked about or is anticipated for the future. And that person is someone that you've heard before, uh, Deborah Berlin. She is a, the executive director of Project Goal. And I'll let her tell you what goal is. But first, just let me tell you, we're going to have a preview of some really exciting technology, particularly technology to help us in the area of health, mobility, all kinds of things are out there. Um, Deborah, welcome to Of Consuming Interest. And I know you had to have had a fantastic time at the Consumer Electronics Show. Well, thank you, Shirley. It's great to talk to you again. And yes, it was very exciting to be back at the Consumer Electronics Show, CES 2023, uh, after a, um, a little hiatus with the pandemic, and to have it up and running full steam ahead, about 110,000 people on the show floor. And so, as you mentioned, uh, I am executive director of Project Goal, which is the project to get older adults online, focusing on aging and technology and uh, getting broadband out there, broadband technology out there for all of those uh, older, 65 and older and aging. So very, very important these days. Well, I went through and looked at the uh, features, the topics. I think there were 24 that I counted, 24 different subjects that were being covered. Now, you only had three days to do this. Did you have a, did you use their flying car to get from place to place? <laughs> because, I mean, yeah. I can't imagine how you were able to, to cover as much as you always managed to cover. I went through and looked at one of the videos and I noticed uh, there was a thing on the BMW, which has a car that can talk to its owners and it changes color. Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. What color dress am I wearing today? I'll change my car color. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, it's it's a really interesting thing and a lot of new things in terms of health. Um, so what do you want to start with? What what to you was the most significant thing that you came away with? Well, there were several different things, of course. As always, Shirley, I like to look at what uh, is up for those of uh, the individuals who are aging. What is most innovative, what is sort of from the simple to the sublime in terms of helping us to age well, both at home and on the road. So as you mentioned, okay, BMW had this car that changes colors, but you know, we're all looking for the autonomous vehicle. So for all of us, but particularly those who are getting older, we want our independence and we're looking for the vehicle that we can step into and we can be able to have our independence as we age by 
a vehicle that we will, we hope to take us places without our needing to actually put our hands on the wheel. So that's important for older individuals, for those who have uh, diminishing sight and hearing issues and mobility issues. So we did see autonomous vehicles. We were able to uh, get a firsthand view of Waymo which uh, has been doing, you know, been out there for a number of years, doing uh, quite a bit to um, uh, progress with, with their self-driving vehicle. And so we really are anxious to, to get those to consumers and get those on the road. So um, on the road, I, I also saw this very innovative car called the Circle Car, from France, and it's a small electric vehicle. It operates somewhat like um, the system of the scooters that we see on the streets here uh, that many of us find, oh my God, you know, they're all over the place, these scooters. But here's the unique thing. You can pick one up and drop it off wherever you are. So this is a little car that does the same thing. You can jump in one and drive it for a few miles and then drop it off wherever you go. It operates with a smartphone. So you can take your smartphone and just plug it right in and you're off you go. So this is an interesting application, surely, for perhaps for older individuals who are in senior commu living communities. For some of those spread out senior living communities, you only want to drive a few miles and you could get in one of these and they're looking, the circle company is looking to make these autonomous vehicles in the future. So are they for individuals? Yeah. Are they for individuals only or the two passenger or what are they? You can have, you can have more than one passenger, but they are quite small. So you could probably have a couple of people in one of these little cars, but this uh -huh. is something to look to for the future. So we're talking about autonomous vehicles for the future. So uh -huh. that's, that's on the road. Um, and then, you know, if we want to turn to what, what's coming up in the home. So that's, you know, where we are all looking to make life easier for ourselves in the home. Our voice-activated devices continue to be invaluable for older adults. So we know we have our voice-activated devices, and I have to be careful here about what I say. Um, we have our Alexa device, we have our Google Home, and these products are increasingly important for older adults to control our thermostat, to um, be able to control our lights. And, uh, and so uh, I also saw other devices that were voice activated when I was at CES. Um, for example, uh, Amazon has a little robot called Astro. And Astro can follow you around the house. Um, it can do voice commands. It can tell you who's at the front door. Um, it can even carry around your cup of coffee um, or a soft drink. And, you know, it's kind of cute and could potentially be um, a, a um, companion of sorts. So, you know, getting into the robotics area as well and helping you around the home. That's, it, it is all really, really fascinating, um, especially some of the devices to help you with mobility issues, et cetera. One question, Debbie, and I don't expect you to answer it. Will it cook for me? 
Uh, <laughs> let's let's take a, that's yeah. my big question right there. Uh, let's take a brief pause here to let our listeners know that you're listening to our consuming interest on the Federal News Network. Uh, my guest today is Deborah Berlin. She is the executive director of Project Goal, which is a, an organization that's dedicated to getting older adults online. And um, Deborah has recently been to the Consumer Electronics Show. I read uh, you were saying that there was over 110,000 people there. I think there were 3,200 exhibitors, um, people from all over the world. I think 173 countries, regions, and et cetera were represented. That is an incredible thing. Um, now, did they have any of those little device cars that you could hop in, Debbie, and get from exhibit spot to exhibit spot? Seems to me like that would have been very useful there. Yeah, yeah, that would have been very useful. And, you know, every year they do have um, a, a unique way of getting around. And unfortunately, I did not have a chance to um, draw to get around in one of the innovative Elon Musk um underground tube rides, but apparently they had one of those available. I did not get a chance to do that, but that apparently yeah. was uh, one innovative way to get around at CES. But, you know, I usually clock about uh, fifteen to 20,000 steps a day when I'm at CES. So it's, wow. it's good for that purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you certainly don't have to go to the gym after you visited the floor. No, the, you uh... don't. You, you're exhausted at the end of <laughs> right. each and every day. Um, All right. Know, I, yeah, oh, yeah. Go ahead, Troy. Did you... I was just going to say, one of the things that I was reading about are the innovative uh, ways of delivering health to consumers at home. Um, yes. And that would that would be in-home services. Um, also, there are a lot of other things I'm sure you want to talk about. So why don't you take the floor on this? Because I wasn't there and you were. You know, health is a uh, big, big and important area for aging. Uh, and it's also a significant area at CES. Many different health tools, um, both connected health monitoring and de diagnostic devices for individual use and for um, healthcare providers as well, uh, fitness tools, uh, so many of those, wearables, and, you know, so many, I would say a majority of these are connected by apps on your smartphone. So one of the things that I want to mention, I've already mentioned a number of devices that are managed with a smartphone. And so the smartphone is becoming one of your most invaluable tools in terms of innovation. If you have any one of these devices, they're going to really be managed most effectively with a smartphone. Uh, and so as I look at my numbers, about 61% of older adults, those who are 65 and older, have smartphones. So that means a number of older individuals don't have smartphones. And all of these innovations are not really going to be available to them to manage either in the home or outside of the home. So that's an interesting fact to keep in mind. Um, 
but also in the health space, one of the things I wanted to mention is an issue, a health issue that pretty much impacts anyone who's in the aging world. And that's uh, moderate to mild to moderate hearing loss. And that uh, certainly is something that a number of aging individuals have to confront at some point. You see um, many hearing uh, aid devices at CES. And that's not only new this year, but every year I see a number of different hearing devices um, and some innovation in that space. And this CES, I saw one that I thought was really interesting and innovative. And I think that's it's going to perhaps take off in different ways. Um, it was called Xander Glass. And they were um, eyeglasses that you could wear. And they were um, augmented reality uh, using AI technology. And what the glasses would do is they would um, provide speech to text that the text would appear on the eyeglasses. So as you were hearing the speech around you, you could read the text on the glass um, that was, you know, it was um, transposed on the glass itself. And uh, so, you know, eventually they'll be able to take your prescription glasses and use this technology as a hearing device that could take the speech and um, change it to text that you would be able to actually see as you're looking through the glass, you could see the, the uh, text of someone speaking to you. So I thought that was just very innovative and very useful. Um, and that eventually you could have some sharp looking glasses that you could put on that could use this technology. And those people that thought that you couldn't hear and wouldn't hear what they were saying about you, it's going to come right up on your eyeglasses. So there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but at any rate, yeah, I saw something about this, um, a pair of glasses too, that was, it seemed to me that it would help people with low, there was a set that would help people with low vision. Um, which is, of course, a, a very difficult problem, people uh, who are losing their eyesight. Um, and, you know, it's really is amazing what has coming out of there, Debbie. I mean, you've seen, you've been going to this for a number of years. I know we've talked to you. We always find exciting and interesting things that have been shown there. I guess the, the one, uh, the one, of course, the biggest thing of all of this is having the connectivity or the, the access to the right. internet, good high right. speed internet, right? Yes, yes, that is that is critical, Shirley. I, you know, it is uh, it's something that you know we're still working on is getting everyone connected. Uh, right now, uh, we still have about right now. You know, it gets better every year, um, and right now, about sixty four percent of those who are sixty five and older have a broadband connection at home. So Wow, you know, and that, that kind of correlates with the number that has a, a smartphone. Almost, almost. Yeah. The, yeah. Numbers, the numbers of those who have smartphones has really grown um, considerably since I started working on this. 
that you know the the number who have broadband at home it's 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 growing as well um there's been a lot of work that has been gone on as as we all know to uh provide support by by the government um by the industry by the government and industry working together to help those who can't afford it yep. uh to, to get some um support for broadband and that you know that is still available now so okay that, well, let's just you know. let's just take a brief pause here to sure. let our listeners know they're tuned into of consuming interest my guest is deborah berlin she is the executive director of project goal whose goal pardon the pun there is to get us older americans um online which is so important and critical and she's talking about what she's been seeing, what she saw at the Consumer Electronics Show and all the innovations there to help us if we want to age in place, if we want to communicate, if we want to get around and have more mobility and don't want to have to drive ourselves. I mean, there's just so many exciting things. I like the idea of that little car you talked about, Debbie. I want one of those. Me um, too, yes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that I could run over to my doctor's office or someplace else or just go to my neighbor's, whatever. But anyway, I love it. Uh, all yeah. right. So we've we've dealt with some of those. We're talking about it. Um, and of course, as you were saying before we took the break, the important thing here is have the connectivity or the high speed mm -hmm. access that, mm -hmm. that is trying to be employed around the country. And I know that it's not everywhere and, and it's still we're still working on it. Um, so what what other things? Uh, what about in home health? Uh, doctors getting technology that will help us to better communicate with our doctors. I mean, I think all of us are finding that it's harder and harder to get appointments with doctors mm -hmm, these days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah. yes. And if yeah. these are ways to cut down on that burden, that would be wonderful. Yeah. You know, most importantly, we need the, we need the high speed connection. That's, you know, that's what you that's need. It. You need the connection first and then you need, the a device um it you know a, a smartphone maybe uh, you could you know you need some sort of device to communicate with the doctor so so that's that's the uh, challenge there uh to communicate with your doctor and then as i mentioned before there are other different devices you can use to monitor your health so there are wearables um, that can monitor your your um, your blood pressure, your heart rate. Um, I saw some very interesting and innovative uh, monitoring devices for diabetes, for example, uh, for specific um, chronic health conditions that are very innovative that are available some that are available now, some that will be available in the next year or two years for um, chronic situations. But, you know, for others who are in relatively good health but want to monitor their health as they, um, they maintain, want to maintain their regular fitness, we, you know, there are good wearables that they can have as well. And then they can communicate their health to their doctor on, you know, and say, you know, here's what I've been experiencing because I have 
a fitness tracker that tells me how I'm doing. And yes. that information is invaluable to communicate to your health professional. Well, it gives much better current status of what's going on with you. Um, Absolutely. And I was reading, I don't know if you were saw this or, or were part of it, uh, but I was reading something about doing genetic testing, which is at a far different level than finding out your heritage. This is genetic yeah. testing yeah. to see yeah. about what kind of your genes and what is your susceptibility yeah. to various diseases and so on. I thought that was that sounded like really fabulous uh, information for consumers. Yeah, I, I also saw one that uh, was a self-test that you could do. Um, to give yourself a whole sort of medical workup on some of your, um, you know, some of your various different readings mm -hmm. that you yourself. And I think some of that is helpful, um, but I don't think any, you know, a lot of that does not replace what you need to do with your medical professional. No. It might be sort of a first, ah, uh, maybe I, ha maybe I have a problem. Let me go to my medical professional. Um, so, you know, some of these innovations are, are maybe in early, early indicators of something, but they're not replacements for working with a medical professional. Right. They're not there yet, but they're not, they're, they're not, they're not quite there yet. Exactly. Somebody's thinking about them. Somebody's, somebody's out there planning. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, when I, when I, when I go to CES, because I've been going for so many years now, I do have a very good um, view of how, um, you know, what, what innovation really it means to consumers. And it, it's, it's just the most important thing is to really provide a, a wide opportunity for in, innovation to grow uh, and flourish. And that's the most important thing. While not every new possible device will be as you know a success in the marketplace it's so important for it to be have an opportunity out there in the marketplace and that's the most important thing about sure. about it yeah okay um, did you see the flying car I did not see a flying car. No, oh, I saw the video on it. This car was driving along and had folded wings and the wings unfolded and it took off. I mean, That's it's electric, but the only concern that I had it is it's electric and it only goes about 250 miles while it's charged. So you have to take short hops and you're not going to go cross country, but it was fascinating. I mean, I, I saw some of these things that I'm thinking, Oh, my goodness. One yeah. thing that I saw online was a, a stroller that drives itself. No, oh, I'm did. sorry. Yes. Yes. I'm yes. sorry. I'm not, would not be ready to put my child in a stroller that yes. I was yes. controlling, I, you know, yeah. there's some things there that was so, so interesting though. I found it just incredible. I really yes, appreciate you taking the, the time to share all this with us, Debbie. Um, then the 97-inch TV for $25,000. I think I'm going to take a pass on that for a while. Uh, <laughs> 97 inches. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, yeah, you have to have the right room for that, don't you? <laughs> yes, you would. Thank you, Debbie. Really appreciate well, it. Fun having you here. Uh, thank you, been, Shirley. You've been listening to Of Consuming Interest here on the Federal News Network. My guest has been Deborah Berlin. She's the executive director of Project Goal, and that is to get older adults um, 
online. I mean, I, I didn't do that right. I know, but I apologize, Debbie. But it's Project Gold, Deborah Berlin. We thank you so much for being with us. I'm Shirley Rooker, and you can reach me at Shirley at callforaction.org. And it's been great having you. Wonderful insight into gadgets for the future. Thank you thank for you, being Shirley. with us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Of Consuming Interest is a public service program presented by WJLA 7 Call for Action, hosted by Shirley Rooker. Call for Action is an international nonprofit network of hotlines which offer free and confidential assistance. If you have a complaint, contact Call for Action at 301-652-HELP. That's 301-652-HELP.